Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Here for the Crack with me, Emma Neal. How are we all? I hope you're all doing good. Hopefully any of you that are listening to this that are students are now in summer. Because I am. I just handed in my last assignment today. Thank fuck that's out of the way, honestly. The last one honestly just drags so much, doesn't it? You, you get to a point where you are so sick of even thinking about it, let alone talking about it that you just end up I feel like fucking it do you know what I mean you definitely just put a lot of effort into the first ones and then it gets to the last one you're like I could not care less at this stage how I do in this assignment which is probably a really bad thing but I'm so happy it's out of the way it's officially summer so when you're listening to this will be a little bit after I've actually recorded it just because I'm pre-recording a few episodes before going to India So I'm not sure when you'll be listening to this, but I'll definitely be in India by the time you are. Yeah, I'm currently in the middle of packing. So I submitted that this morning. I've got lots of packing to do. I think I'm sorted. I think I'm going to do some what's in my rucksack things or wash bag. I don't know, all different little travel videos on my TikTok. Just in case anyone who's going traveling wants some little like tips and tricks or hacks because I feel like I've got some good little tricks in there. I'm not gonna lie I am a little bit worried about bringing my laptop just because I've never done that before and it's never been something I've had to worry about so I am just a bit apprehensive about it. Part of me was just like just don't bring it but I have no other option. I literally don't physically have the time to edit all these podcasts or there's like some other shit I need to do on my laptop. I need to, because I'm taking yoga classes when I get back, I need to sort out my booking system and get that all up and running. And I can't really do that from my phone, to be honest. So I kind of just need to take it, but I am just going to be really careful. I'm I'm only kind of going to use it. Well, I'm going to use it on the plane because I'm going to try and get the majority of stuff edited, I think, when I'm on the plane. Apart from that, obviously, then once I'm in India, I'm not going to take it out like in front of people ever, whether that's in a hostel, in a cafe, like obviously it won't be at the beach with me, but do you know what I mean? I'm not going to literally bring it out in front of everyone. The only time I'm going to have my laptop out is when I'm in my room on my own and no one else can see it because even the thought of someone like in my accommodation, I'm not going to be staying in dorms. I'm going to do, I'm doing private accommodation. I probably will do like you know a single or double room within a hostel so I can still meet people but I've got like my own space whereas last time I went traveling I was in like the big dorms so yeah I'm gonna be in more private accommodation which is quite nice I have the luxury then of being able to you know know that I can leave my room and lock it and my stuff be safe because that was a bit of an issue sometimes when I was traveling you know some places didn't even give you lockers or if they did then they wouldn't really fit all your stuff so you'd kind of just put your valuables in there but yeah as I said just gonna not take it out in front of anyone because even the thought of people knowing that it's like in my room kind of freaks me out so yeah that's how I'm gonna navigate that one but yeah apart from that I think I am mostly sorted I'm I've got all my stuff laid out on the floor I've got all my checklists written I just need to take some photocopies of my passport, my visa and like my COVID certs and stuff like that. Yeah, that's another good tip for anyone going traveling. I know everything's on your phone these days and that's fine, but there are just times when it's easier to have photocopies 
Also, if your phone ever dies, if you don't have Wi-Fi, like there's so many different things that can go wrong, I think, when you have only digital copies. So having a couple of printed copies is really handy, I think. Also, sometimes it just really stresses me out trying to find all the different things on your phones. Whereas at least if you have like the physical copies, it's all just like in one wallet, you know, I'll just get like a little... I think I have a little A5 kind of like plastic folder and I'll just like fold them up and stick them in that. I do want to get some like face masks and stuff for the plane because I think it's like nine or ten hours and I think it'd be nice to be able to chill out and do a face mask. Actually I can just get that at the airport surely. Yeah I can definitely get that at the airport. Okay I think I'm sorted. Anyway let's get into the podcast. So I said back in January when I did my episode about what I wanted more and less of in 2022, that I wanted more people going on just dates, Tinder dates, hinge dates, or just dates for entertainment purposes. (laughs) We need you single girls to be taking one for the team and providing the entertainment and the stories, okay? I believe in you all as well, now that it is, now that we're getting into summer, it's hot girl summer, you best be going out there and well first of all having meals paid for you left right and center (laughs) and second of all getting drunk and coming back with hilarious first date stories so I'm hoping by the end of summer there will be a lot more than what I'm about to do now but anyway I put up on my story the other day and I said tinder horror stories hit me or just first date disasters for the podcast will keep anonymous now, I know we do love a, we love a happy ending Tinder story, yet yeah, we get it, wholesome, you've met your boyfriend on Tinder, that's great. I don't want to tell that story, unfortunately. <laughs> I want the horror stories, I want the icks, I want the horror stories, I want the disasters, I want it all. And you guys certainly provided me with a lot of good stories here. So let's get straight into it. I will just say before I start, there's a lot of, (laughs) there's a common theme across a lot of these stories I'm seeing and a lot of them are getting too drunk and then vomiting on oneself (laughs) in front of someone on the first date. I actually can't tell you how many times I have read that story just from various amounts of people. I'll not do any that are too just like that. We'll talk about more um more traumatic ones, I guess. Right, here's one. I went on a first date with a guy who had slept with my sister the night before. Dear God. <laughs> I wanna know how you actually came to this conclusion, like how you found out. Did you go did you come home from the date and talk about it with your sister and she was like, Oh my god, I slept with him the night before? Or did you discover it on the date and he realised that you were her sister? I need to know more. (laughs) Unfortunately, I actually can't add any to this episode this time. I did a funny first dates podcast, I want to say last year. And I I did have a few stories to tell in that that were quite funny, to be fair. But like, I've had a boyfriend since then. So unfortunately, I don't have anything to add to that. So if you wanted to hear my stories, go back to that podcast and listen to my funny first dates episode. I know it's actually so rude and selfish of me to have a boyfriend and not be getting funny, funny content for you. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. 
Next one. He crashed his car on the way back from the date. <laughs> Killed the mood, to say the least. <laughs> That's a big, big ick. If someone... Oh. I always think about this when I'm in the car with people. Like, what would happen? Because it's different when you crash on your own. Like, you just have to suffer. Like, you're dealing with the consequences of your actions. But imagine someone else just being there. Oh my God, you know, one time I was... What was I doing? I was picking someone up from... Was it my brother or sister? I actually can't remember. I was picking someone up from this nightclub in Belfast called Ollie's, if you're from Belfast. So, yeah, I was picking someone up. I was pulling into a space outside of the club. I, As I did it, I just completely scraped a car. Honestly, I don't know how it happened. Like, I'm just not the best when it comes to spatial awareness, I don't think. Well, I also think this is kind of not long after I passed my test, so maybe the spatial awareness really wasn't there yet. I wouldn't say I, I actually I don't think I'm a bad driver, but my my family take the piss out of me for my driving. But I think they more take the piss out of me because I drive like a granny, like I'm always on edge and I don't really go too fast. But I don't go too slow, like I don't sit below the speed limit. I just go like at the speed limit, but for lots of people they get a bit angry about that. <laughs> anyway, I scraped this guy's car. Also, it was a nice car. Like, I'm talking a nice BMW type of thing. Like, a sporty one. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Also, if you know Ollie's, it's like, got the smoking area out the front. And obviously, because it was kind of like coming towards the end of the night, everyone was kind of in the smoking area. So everyone I knew, the people I was picking up, just everyone standing in the smoking area watched me scrape this nice car like obviously heard it as well and I was like oh for fuck's sake and <laughs> the bouncers also saw it turns out the co- person whose car it was was the DJ's so the bouncer goes in and gets the DJ who comes out and was obviously furious anyway I can't actually remember what the outcome of that situation was apart from me just being really embarrassed in front of everyone I think we just sorted it outside of insurance I want to say yeah not my finest moment I will say okay let's see oh here's another driving one this is funny he was 18 I was 16 and on our way back he got pulled over by the police for speeding his job included driving so he was near in tears speaking to them and they blamed me they blamed you sitting in the passenger seat. <laughs> that doesn't even make any sense. The crying to the police would be enough for me to never talk to someone ever again. <laughs> oh, right. Here's a cooking one. Went for a date where he'd offered to cook dinner for me. Sorry, I'm still waiting. Sam, if you're listening to this, I'm still waiting for you to cook me dinner. Anyway, went, on a, went for a first date where he'd offered to cook dinner for me literally gave me a plate of raw risotto like it was crunchy he couldn't even cut the onions himself (laughs) and had to get his mum to do it for him had to get my friend to come and rescue me awful oh my god okay I mean the thought is there the fact that he wanted to make you dinner is a nice gesture however if you're not a good cook maybe you just bring them out you know you're not impressing anyone by 
cooking them up a plate of raw risotto and having to get your mum to step in to fry some or to chop some onions. (laughs) I'd be so embarrassed. Surely, also surely in that situation you already know you can't cut onions so like just do it before they come and pretend you did it. You know, get your mum to do it before, prep the risotto, have it cooking, say you made it yourself. That's better than having to get your mum step in to start cook, to start chopping them in front of her. Also, I do find the concept of like cooking someone's dinner in their parents' house kind of funny. I don't know why. <laughs> I feel like my brother did it for his girlfriend like over lockdown when you couldn't go out for dinner obviously so as like a date night he made everyone get out of the kitchen and like cooked her dinner which to be fair is again it's a nice gesture especially because you couldn't go out for food at the time but I just find the whole concept of like having to clear everyone out and stuff because it's not your kitchen really funny and if people walked in like would you be annoyed are we like ruining date night even though it's our kitchen as well (laughs) I don't know there's something kind of awkward about it oh my god this is another sibling one okay slept with a boy after a couple of dates still in his bed and his brother walks in only then did I realize his brother had slid into my dms not even a week before oh okay I misread that the first time and I thought she'd slept with the brother a week before that would have been way more interesting (laughs) I mean it's still kind of funny but I was hoping for something a bit juicier, you know, he walks in and you realise you've actually been in this house before, but just in a different bedroom. Okay, next dating disaster story. Oh my god, a guy picked me up and went on the date and whatever. He wanted me to stay at his. I didn't want to and had work the next morning, so asked him to take me home, which I could tell he wasn't happy with. So we get in the car and he's like, oh, I need petrol. And I'm like, okay, cool, go get some. So he does, pulls in and then says he's forgot his wallet (laughs) and asks for my card. And because it's a self-service one, I have no, I had no idea how much he was, sorry, I'm trying to find the rest, how much he was putting in. I was in so much shock. I just gave him it because I wanted to go home. Anyway, he puts in 20 quid and gets back in the car and then tells me we're even for him cooking me dinner. (laughs) Oh my god. No, the audacity. (laughs) What was that paying for ingredients and his time and (laughs) labour? That is so funny. I'm sorry, but in what world? I mean, I'm all for splitting if you want to split the bill, but like, you don't say someone owes you for cooking them dinner. I mean, you could say they, you know, you're owed a night at theirs with them cooking you dinner, but not owed money. (laughs) That is ridiculous. Also, I'm sorry, but unless he was cooking you some elaborate meal with expensive fish or really expensive steaks or something there's no way it cost more than 20 quid there's no way he would have had to have been doing more than three courses and fancy ingredients and even if it did come to 20 quid he offered to cook you dinner (laughs) oh my god the same girl has actually sent in another story (laughs) and 
Oh, I can't with boys, honestly. So she said, another guy asked me to meet him for a coffee, but instead he took me to a bougie bar and insisted on buying every time. So I was like, okay, fab. And then when we got back, he asked for a bank transfer. (laughs) If someone turned around to me after offering to pay all night and ask for a bank transfer, I would genuinely think they're ripping the piss. I think they're completely taking the piss. I would laugh back at them. I'd be like, ha, ah, good one. <laughs> I'd sit there all like looking cute and innocent, like, ha, ah, so funny. I can't believe he actually had had the nerve to say that. He definitely like got back and checked his balance and was like, oh fuck. <laughs> Why have I been offering to pay all night? I mean, if you can't afford to bring someone somewhere, maybe don't bring them. Or maybe just let your ego go for a second and let someone pay for a round if you're then going to shit yourself and make them bank transfer you. Oh my god, someone has asked me to discuss the GAA catfish. And you know what? I was just listening to a podcast. I was listening to my therapist ghost to me and they were talking about this, but I didn't really know what I didn't really know what was going on. I wasn't listening like intently. I'm gonna look into it more and I'll talk about it on another episode. But yeah, apparently it's like an Ireland Tinder Swindler kind of vibe. Oh no, not Tinder Swindler because he was genuinely taking everyone for what they're worth and all their money and everything <laughs> that they owned. I don't think this girl was doing that. I think she was more just catfishing people. But yeah I will look into it and I will talk about it on another episode because it's actually sounds completely mad I don't know if any of you guys know what I'm talking about I genuinely just don't understand where people have the time to be catfishing multiple people and and just the energy in general like to come up with all these elaborate lies and stories about your life you'd have to have something seriously like you'd have to be seriously deranged I think Okay, a girl has said, Tinder date with a French boy, except he couldn't speak English and I couldn't speak French, so we couldn't speak. (laughs) Why did you think that was a good idea? I'm sorry, but surely you could tell by the level of communication in the messages before that it wasn't going to work. I'd love to know what made you think that was going to (laughs) work. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe you're one of those people that just likes to barely speak on tinder and just meet them straight away because i know some people like that you know they don't like it to get because sometimes you can just talk about too much i think by message to the point that then when you go on a date it's like we've kind of covered all this and you kind of need all that you know introductory small talk so some people just like to completely scrap that and then go on the date and see what they're like for themselves but then i know there's also the other side to that where it's like well then they could be a complete freak or i don't know there's lots of possibilities isn't there but That's so funny because surely you would know he didn't speak English. (laughs) Oh my god, a girl has said, he called me a slag for being friends with lads and then went on to say my sister is fitter. (laughs) What? Any, I actually don't understand. See people that genuinely call people slags. In what world? Like that's not a thing. It's a made up thing. Like you don't, I just don't get it. You don't call boys slags. It's honestly just a made-up thing that boys use to, like, make themselves feel better and just, like, degrade women when it actually just doesn't even mean anything. Like, it's not offensive to anyone. 
they just think it is. But when you actually deep it, it's like, what does that even mean? Does that make sense? Am I making sense? Like, I just, I don't know. I, to me, it's like, it's been made up as a thing that is meant to be an offensive term, but it's just not an offensive term. But maybe there, no, I don't know, maybe there are people that would take offence to it. But like, I just think if, if you wouldn't, if a boy wouldn't take offence to it and they wouldn't use it as an offensive term towards a boy, then like, why should anyone else? Oh no, this one's so bad because I feel like it just shows what kind of person he is, right? He went to order me and him food, but came back with just a muffin. And I was like, oh, and he said, we can half it if you want. And then spent the whole day showing me his awful stick and poke tattoos. (laughs) I'd be like, right, sort yourself out. (laughs) I think that's so rude, honestly, to not even offer, even to like suggest, are you getting anything, you know, to imply that he's not going to be buying it but like he's thinking do you want something so he's not just literally coming back sorting himself out oh god I'd be so embarrassed oh god right (laughs) someone said I was walking from the bar to my flat five minutes away he stopped to take a piss in the street and goes cat bladder sorry (laughs) no sorry that right there is the definition of the ick Okay, moving on. I'm Irish in uni in the UK. Went on a Tinder date who spent the whole date talking about how much his family hate the Irish and how people from the North are terrorists and so many people, so many English people lost their lives. I mean, it's just not the best conversation starter. (laughs) to just go in with how much your family hates their kind of people like read the room do you know what I mean like you wouldn't sit down with anyone else and start going on about how much I don't know maybe maybe he's just that kind of person maybe no matter who was sat in front of him that's just his conversation starter that's his go-to is to tell them all about what people in his life hate their kind of people and why yeah it's an interesting one I don't think it's going to get him very far on the dating scene to be honest with you (laughs) oh no this one's so funny (laughs) tinder date picked me up and took me to next for him to spend a voucher his mum got him (laughs) it's the fact it's a next voucher (laughs) Also, in what world did he think that was a like a fun first date idea? <laughs> and like, as if she was even gonna know what his taste was. What the fuck? <laughs> Sorry, it's just that it's next. <laughs> like, if it was any shop, any other shop, it would be a bit better. <laughs> But it's next. (laughs) Wait, that shouldn't be as funny as it is, but it's fucking hilarious. Okay, sorry. My moment's over. I don't know why that's so funny, but it just is. Right, next one. Went on a Tinder date. Wait, sorry. No, sorry, let's start that one again. He went on Tinder while on the Tinder date with me and was showing me his new matches. (laughs) 
again like just read the room do you know what I mean no one's asking you to come off of tinder just because you're going on one date the girl doesn't even expect that whatsoever but like don't sit there swiping at dinner (laughs) at least give it a bit of a shot Right, why, what is the recurring theme here with boys trying to make people do their shopping for them? Met a guy off Tinder, he ended up taking me to Ikea to help him pick out furniture for his new flat in Belfast and the whole time talked about (laughs) his love for Taylor Swift and ranked each album best to worst. (laughs) That's kind of funny. (laughs) But also... Like, did he just want company for his shopping trip and none of his mates were free? So he thought, fuck it, I'll just match with someone on Tinder and ask them to come with me. (laughs) What goes through your head? Oh no, someone said they went on a Tinder date and the guy made me pay for the meal and then blocked me the next day. He was definitely just skint and wanted a wee meal out of you, I reckon. (laughs) He definitely just decided fuck I've got nothing in the fridge tonight and I really want to go to Nando's surely I can pull this one out of the bag find someone on tinder get them to pay blocked done dusted Nando's in the belly sorted oh here's a little um outfit mishap on a date on a tinder date bought a corset from Urban for a date Split down the front, 10 minutes in. I think I've had one outfit malfunction. And it was... I, do you remember for a while those kind of chainmail tops came back in? It was when they came back in. And I was... I'm going to say I was 18. 17, 18. Bought my wee chainmail top of Pretty Little Thing. Would not recommend you buy anything there to be honest (laughs) the quality is diabolical why I thought it was a good idea to buy a chainmail top that's literally held together by nothing (laughs) near enough nothing it's got like a little chain but the quality was absolutely shocking I knew trying it on that it wasn't going to last the night and yeah of course it didn't I think I made it work I wore a crop top under it so I was fine but like imagine I had nothing under it and the top just completely broke what would I have done but yeah this is the thing with those those urban corsets I always see these on because I just kind of get most of my stuff on depop now and those urban corsets come up a lot they are really pretty so like I always consider buying one because I've got lots of nice colours but the one thing that prevents me from doing it is that the quality actually just looks terrible. Like, I'm not surprised by that story whatsoever. So I think you've convinced me otherwise. Oh, a girl has said, seeing your ex on your friend's Tinder two days after you break up. People move on quick these days. They are moving mad out there on Tinder. Fuck no, I'm sorry for saying that. I I actually hate that phrase. I hate that. Every year, what's Love Island's phrase going to be this year? Do you know what I mean? Like, do you remember the year it was muggy? And every other word was muggy or mugged off or you're a mug. Like, it was just constant. Last year, it was moving mad. The year before, I can't remember, but there's always like a phrase of the season, isn't there? And I'm sorry, I just said one of them and I regret 
everything. <laughs> Wait, when is Love Island starting? I swear it's soon. Isn't it like June and July? It normally's on. Fuck, I'm gonna miss it. I'm not gonna be in the UK. I wonder if I can watch it from India. Surely? Oh, I don't know. I might have to get one of those, what do you call it? VPNs or something? I'm not very skilled when it comes to shit like that. Maybe I could keep up with it. To be honest, do I really want to do that when I'm having like a yoga detox? Do I really want to engage in all the Love Island shit? Probably not. I'll probably leave it and then just try and catch up when I get home. (laughs) Someone said, boy didn't know who the Arctic Monkeys were. No thanks. It is really weird when you meet people and they've no idea who... I don't know who who people or things are that are like really big in your life and you're just kind of like how is that a thing does that make sense like for example if this girl is like obsessed with Arctic Monkeys to the point where it's like she's you know knows all their albums inside out has been to see them live a few times and then you just meet someone and they haven't even heard of them and it's like how are we in completely parallel universes where you literally haven't even heard of the people I'm obsessed with? I don't know, sometimes I find that really weird. Like, everyone's entitled to have different music tastes, obviously. I'm not saying that he should like the Arctic Monkeys. I just find it really strange how people can just not know of people. I don't know. But then I think loads of people are very... Like, I would say my music taste, right, is very, like broad and it kind of depends on my mood whereas a lot of people aren't like that and they just kind of have like one music taste no matter what their mood is whereas I'm just so not like that whatsoever like what I listen to on a Monday morning is so different to what I listen to on a Friday night when I'm getting ready or on a Sunday when I'm lying in the sun do you know what I mean like it just depends on your mood and what's happening in your life and all these different things like I go through phases where I'm obsessed with jazz I go through phases where I'm obsessed with classical music rap like loads of different genres but then there are some people that are just like no I only listen to rap or I only listen to techno so then I guess if you only listen to one thing you don't really and you don't branch out of that then you wouldn't really know other people you wouldn't know the Arctic Monkeys. Are you living under a rock? No, seriously, though. Come on. You must be living under a rock. Oh, my God. Someone said catfished by someone using your brother's photo. As in my brother's. It is so scary that people can just use your photos like that. But I thought Tinder was kind of difficult to do. I thought you have to. there's like a few levels of verification with Tinder, is there not? I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but I thought it wasn't as easy as, like, chat rooms and, like, online dating forum kind of shit to, like, catfish people like that. I don't know, because don't... Can't you, like, connect it to your social medias and things? I could be wrong. (laughs) Someone said, told me his mum Facebook stopped me before the first date. Do you know what I... (laughs) this is so embarrassing right so my boyfriend didn't have any social media he's one of those people who has like facebook but you know his profile picture was literally from 2009 or something ridiculous and there's no like he's not active on it so there's just no photos or anything so people will be like oh who's this you've been going on dates with and because <laughs> i because he didn't have any social media for me to show them 
and I knew why did I know he had LinkedIn maybe I didn't know he had LinkedIn maybe I just thought I'll see if he has LinkedIn (laughs) anyway I find him on LinkedIn and everyone's photos in LinkedIn are so funny aren't they they're usually just like the one your first job has kind of taken of you in the office with the wee suit and tie on (laughs) and it's it's always so cute um and yeah it was like the only photo like the only relatively up-to-date photo that I could find of him so that's what I showed was his LinkedIn right so I was all my friends like any in the ass I was like yeah I'll show you his LinkedIn (laughs) so ridiculous like that I had to do that and like even my mum and stuff anyway further down the line when I'm actually like with him and he knows my family and stuff and my mum's like we were talking about how you could see people that have viewed your profile on LinkedIn and I was like oh yeah I always forget that that can happen and mum was like yeah you forgot that when you were showing everyone and their mum <laughs> Sam's LinkedIn profile but I don't think I told him at this point that that's what I'd done I was like for fuck's sake mum <laughs> you're just completely outing me <laughs> but no it was fine it was funny I basically I was freaked out that I thought because I forgot when I was showing people that because I didn't really have a LinkedIn myself. I had it set up, but there was no profile picture. There was no, I hadn't made any posts. So people wouldn't really have been viewing my profile. Therefore, I wouldn't have been getting notifications to have said people have been viewing my profile. Whereas now that I have more of a profile on it, I get those notifications. And I think when I started getting those notifications, I was like, fuck, I didn't realize this is what happened. He's probably been getting a notification every time I've been showing people his LinkedIn <laughs> he's literally every day he'll be getting I'm views your profile again <laughs> and I was like fuck sake when I realised but then it actually turned out he had ghost mode turned on and apparently when you have ghost mode turned on it means that people can't see when you have viewed their profile but then it also means that you can't see when other people have viewed your profile it's like it's like when you turn off last online on whatsapp you have to sacrifice not being able to see other people's last online so i'm pretty sure isn't that how it works i don't know anyway similar situation but yeah i was mortified (laughs) i actually remember (laughs) his friend like put up a photo or something on his and he was like in it in a story and i remember being like oh my god at long last a photo of him has surfaced that I can finally show people instead of getting his LinkedIn up like a freak I'm acting like I was literally showing hundreds of people here I wasn't (laughs) maybe I should not include this this is making me sound like a freak I mean with anyone else you would just stalk their Instagram wouldn't you or like yeah try and create them in some way shape or form but I didn't have that option okay I was working with what I had at the time which was a LinkedIn profile picture and someone's story (laughs) oh god this sounds bad do you know what when I think of the fact that people if I was dating yeah and someone was to creep my profile what they would see instant ick isn't it like imagine you hadn't right imagine you'd literally been on like one date with me 
or even even worse imagine you hadn't even been on a date with me you'd just been talking to me and you were gonna go on a date with me and then you followed me on instagram and next thing i was like talking shit on my stories no instant ick i am giving myself the ick thinking about it sometimes i think it would be cool to be like a mysterious mm, kind of untraceable what's the word just you know what i mean just a bit a bit of a ghost a bit untraceable like it seems kind of fun but it's just not me i'm just like an oversharer to my core <laughs> as you've all learned from me telling the story of me shitting myself like i'm not joking if you think i'm annoying and I overshare on a daily basis trust me when I tell you that is that's half of it like that what actually makes it to my well whatever it is to anything to my stories to my posts to my tiktoks there's so much more where that came from that I've convinced myself not to post and that I'm just being an idiot or like no one cares type of thing (laughs) I'll just be like I'll be about to post something and I'll just be like no one gives a flying fuck emma (laughs) you're being so obnoxious and so annoying just have this thought and let yourself have this thought you don't have to share it with anyone (laughs) okay do you know what i'm gonna do one more because it just caught my eye and it's (laughs) so ridiculous (laughs) right he randomly got up an excel spreadsheet of all his favorite drake songs They were ranked in order of his favourite and colour coordinated based on the theme of the song. (laughs) Right, okay. I mean, it's so ridiculous and so funny, but it's also really impressive in a weird way. Like, if he's got spreadsheets of his favourite Drake songs that are colour coordinated, what else has he got in there? Do you know what I mean? People that have their lives meticulously planned out and noted in spreadsheets and all these different I don't know all these different things I I do actually find it very impressive it's like when people make mood boards for their holiday outfits and everything like it could never be me but I I do I don't aspire to be like that because it's just not me but also I can really appreciate the level of organization going on there but I'm <laughs> was there any need for him to show you his Drake spreadsheet on a first date? Probably not. I yeah, I'd say probably not. Right, lads. I'm gonna end it there. Thank you all so much for listening and thank you for sending in your Tinder horror stories. It's it's a mad world out there. <laughs> keep going on tinder dates and keep sending me them because i live for it my purpose in life is sharing your tinder stories or your date stories and sharing your ex and that pretty much is all i'm good for if there's anything you guys want me to talk about in the podcast over the next coming months please do let me know as always thank you so much for all the love and support i know i've been really really bad recently at 
getting back to people on my dm sorry i've honestly been up to my eyes but i do see them all and honestly i'm so so grateful for all of the nice messages you guys send i'm gonna make it my mission to get back to absolutely everyone tomorrow so thank you all so much thank you for your continued support and all the love and i'll speak to you in next week's episode actually it might be a bit longer than a week depending on how many episodes i get pre-recorded before going to india but hopefully it won't be too long i'm planning on it being every 10 days if all works out according to plan so fingers crossed it won't be too long But until then, I love you all. I'll speak to you in the next episode. Bye.